Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. What is schadenfreude? Schadenfreude is one of those words that you hear about once a month, and because it's a German word and it sounds kind of funny, you may be wondering what it actually means and how it made its way into the English language. If you look the word up in the dictionary, the definition goes like this. It's satisfaction or pleasure felt at someone else's misfortune. There are lots of examples of schadenfreude on the web in particular. For example, the popular site FailBlog is one way of experiencing schadenfreude. You get to see other people have accidents or other kinds of failures, and apparently this is incredibly popular because it's one of the most subscribed to and watched channels on YouTube. Schadenfreude is different from sadistic pleasure, where the person is actually causing the misfortune through cruelty. Sadism is defined as any enjoyment in being cruel. The person experiencing schadenfreude plays no role in causing the misfortune. He, she is simply the observer. The alternative to schadenfreude, of course, would be compassion, which is defined as a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who's stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. So why do we get pleasure out of another person's pain? Scientific American recently took a look at the whole phenomenon of schadenfreude, and it seems like it's wired into the human brain through the reward center. In the article that Scientific American wrote, they say, Scientists who study schadenfreude are learning that this secret happiness at another person's loss has biological underpinnings. The feeling registers in the brain as a distinct form of pleasure, a satisfaction comparable to that of eating a good meal. Schadenfreude does not seem to be a particularly endearing feature of the human brain. The article spirals downward from there, pointing out that people in political parties can, as a group, experience glee when bad things happen to the opposition party, or can be pinned onto the other party. People grouped by race can use schadenfreude to encourage prejudice against people of other races, and in some cases, schadenfreude can morph into sadism. If you feel good at another's misfortune, why not cause more misfortune for them yourself? What can you do to avoid this process? The article suggests recognizing schadenfreude as it happens, perhaps even discussing it and its effects with others, in order to inoculate yourself against the more deleterious effects if it were to escalate. As the article puts it, this may help to avoid a slippery slope towards sadism. Or you could work the other angle. Ramp up compassion when you feel schadenfreude starting to take effect. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And don't forget to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. You can also follow BrainStuff on Facebook or Twitter at BrainStuffHSW. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.